five tips for effective conversations. That is the reflection of the day. Today, I want to share with you, I was thinking of how much I have worked on really connecting with people to another level, really creating um, a, a space where I can have conversations that are extremely effective. And I decided today that I was going to share with you at least five tips that have definitely helped me a lot. And I was talking today with one of my employees um, who I was giving um, kudos to her because she has changed so much and since she's been working with me and uh, I was recognizing um, the tremendous um, openness that she has had that has led her to really be able to communicate a lot more with the team and she has become somebody that is very approachable and that wasn't the case. That's why I, today I decided to dedicate this podcast in giving you uh, some of the tools that I've given her that I've used and developed throughout uh, this journey of self-improvement. And I was telling her that without self-improvement, it is extremely hard to really reach success. And success, you know, professional success also goes with um, self-improvement. That's, to me, um, I know that for me especially, has been instrumental. So I decided that I was going to share with you tip number one. And this is, tip number one is something that I shared not too long on a podcast, which was, Looking at someone in the eyes when you're having conversations, really focusing in paying attention to that person, in not getting distracted by who's opening the door, who's coming. If you are in an event, I know this happens to me a lot. I'm having conversations with people and I'm looking at them in the eyes and then their their eyes are wondering. And this is something that even if you're having a, a great conversation with them, there's people are so used to doing this. They get so distracted so easily. And what it does is just understand that you are disconnecting and you are depleting the passion and the energy of the person that is speaking with you. And it doesn't feel good. And that's why then the conversations get, you know, cut short. I know for me, that is the case. If I see that somebody is has wandering eyes, then I really will not give my energy to this person. It's not something that I choose to do. Life is too short and time is too precious to waste it on people that are not interested in really in real connection. So that's important. The other one is check your ego. Checking your ego is something that uh, when you are aware of it, you actually can recognize it very easily. Uh, I'll give you a tip. So when your ego is acting out, and you're having a conversation and somebody's triggering you, somebody's frustrating you, you are going to feel this in your body or you're feeling any of the feelings of jealousies, insecurities, whatever it is. You can feel this in your body. I know when my ego is being triggered, I get 
neck tightness and stiffness in my shoulders immediately. And it gets heat. That area gets heat. And my face also gets a little uh, heated. And I can feel that heat. So when I feel that, I actually am very aware that I should listen more and say less. Because usually when you are feeling that, you are not going to be clear on your message. And your message could be actually offensive. And that is something that has really worked for me. And I always say, when you feel heat, do not speak. So that's tip number two. two. Tip number three, your posture says a lot. When you are speaking with somebody and you're just, um, you know, you're, you're firmly uh, standing, uh, you're speaking with that person and you feel, again, that you're being listened to that they're, they care. But if you're sludging and you don't really, you're showing this posture, like you really don't care, your body language is speaking, then again, you are creating a disconnection. And it's disrespectful in a way, if you think about it. The other one is to listen without interruption. I know, again, I've had to work on that because I'm somebody that thinks very quickly and not everybody is that way. We're not all built the same way. And I've had to learn to respect and be patient with letting people finish their thought process. And I know this is tough to do. And sometimes you can stop somebody if they're going over and over or taking so long and so long and time is of the essence. You can say, I'm sorry to do this, but really I need you to get to the point because I, whatever, you have to go or this is taking so long and you want to be respectful, but you're getting a little anxious because it's taking too long. Like you can express this with love, kindness and respect. The other one, so again, I'm going to reiterate on that one. After they're done speaking, then you can speak. And that leads me into uh, tip number five, which is validation without judging. Validation without judging means that you validate the feelings of those uh, that person that is speaking with you. If somebody says to you, you know, I'm feeling really frustrated or angry uh, because of whatever the reasons are, you say, oh, I hear you. I, I, I hear that you're feeling anger and that you're frustrated and I'm sorry that you're feeling that way. Um, I, I understand what you're saying. Uh, I want you to, then you can make your point, but first validate and start the validation. What it does is sort of depletes the judgment. The other person, once you tell them what you feel, then the judgment will be depleted. They won't feel as they're being judged as much because you're validating what they feel. So five quick tips that can really help you create very effective conversations. And I'm going to summarize it for you. So look into the eyes, check your ego, make sure you have a firm posture, an attentive posture, and make sure that you do not interrupt. And the last but not least, validate without judgment. Let's reflect, reset, and reconnect.